Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, kids. How are you? I uh, hope you had a great weekend. I had a, uh, a very great and eventful weekend and I literally, I've been in the studio since, what, about five hours ago. And I've been going through all of this stuff. And uh, let me just tell you, you're not going to get more information, more uh, spot-on commentary, and comedy than you get right here. And there's a lot to laugh at, believe it or not. I know it's, uh, it's kind of frightening how weird the uh, Democrat Party and the uh, left and the, well, establishment Republican Party have made the country. But the great thing is that we are experiencing a gigantic... Uh, uh, awakening, which is kind of awesome because the uh, the federal government, the the deep state, have been abusing you and me for decades, <laughs> and and now we know, and now we know all of the stuff. I mean, it's crazy, it's crazy. They censored our speech, they direct everything we do, and it's uh, it's all coming unraveled, and it's gloriously becoming uh, obvious to everyone. The mainstream media is collapsing. Uh, great uh, publications, well, at least I shouldn't say great publications, but publications that uh, have been around forever are no longer trusted and they're losing staff. Uh, the Washington Post, which hasn't been trusted by conservatives forever, but uh, it's going down. NBC's going down. ABC, CBS, CNN. There are Literally, there are reruns of Gunsmoke on a, a small network beating CNN in primetime. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking either. And this show is just going nuts. People are going crazy listening to this show across the country. I hear about them all the time, and, and there's this great... Uh, uh, and I think the, the, the reason being is because I'm here to not only uh, make fun of these idiots in charge, uh, I, we've reclaimed mockery and ridicule on behalf of the, uh, the conservative movement because the left isn't funny anymore. And, uh, and they're absurd. And they require, they, they, they deserve nothing but derision. So I'm giving you that. And then also giving you more information and common sense than the other shows. And we're way out ahead in front of everything on all of the issues. And people are turning here because... I guess they, they kind of trust me. And, and, and I'm not here to lie to you. I'm not here to BS you. I'm here to get through this with you so we can get on the other side to where we're supposed to be, which is the greatest engine of individual and economic liberty in the history of the world. We should be proud of that because we've really kicked the world's ass for about 250 years. We really have. I mean, we, we invented like a, one of our founding fathers discovered electricity, all right? Uh, you know, we invented rock and roll. We invented, uh, you know, uh, uh, football and baseball. We took show, you know, the, the uh, sports in Great Britain that kind of sucked, like cricket, made it into baseball, made it really cool. <laughs> you know, we created pro wrestling and blues music and jazz. Uh, the greatest people who have ever lived on the earth have come from the United States of America, and uh, and we should be proud of it. We've been told we shouldn't be, and honestly, I think I think we're done. I think we're kind of done, right? And, and it's reflecting in the polls, by the way. This is uh, this is meet the press. Yeah. Yesterday, I thought Christian Welker, Kristen Welker, the new host, I thought her head was going to explode. Listen to this, all right? And this, by the way, 
is uh, the results of the people singing. Good Sunday morning. We begin with our brand new NBC News poll, which brings more warning signs for President Biden and his reelection campaign. One of our pollsters tells us we are looking at a, quote, presidency in peril. Wow. Now, those are words I like to hear, the uh, the presidency in peril. Now, I told you uh, like a year into that, before that, that the uh, the SS Titanic was taken on water. But it has been very, uh, very, very stubborn because, you know, there are a lot of media officials are willing to cover up and lie about things like, uh, you know, the recession we had last year that was, you know, a recession by all of the definitions of recession, but the media acted like it wasn't there. And you, uh, you know, continued to go to the grocery store and work three jobs, and you still do. So people understand it was bull crap. So here's a little more from Kristen Welker. With the general election just nine months away, President Biden has declined on every measure since 2020, is struggling with key elements of his base, and now trails former President Donald Trump by wide margins on the issues <laughs> voters say are most important to them. You know why? Do you, do you know why that Joe Biden is, uh, is polling so badly? Because he sucks as a president. Yeah, he's a terrible, terrible president. Everybody knows he's, he's corrupt. Everybody knows that all of the crap that he has done to the country has made the country suck even more. From the Afghanistan withdrawal to the EV mandate that's doing a, a face plant to uh, discovering that the 2020 election was rigged by the federal government. And it was. So I'm not even going to argue with you libtards about that because it was the FBI, the DHS, the IRS all involved in it. And the American people get it because you know what? Oh, we're not stupid. Yeah, it turns out we're not stupid. There are just a lot of people who watch uh, MSNBC and NBC and ABC, and they're the stupid ones. But uh, fortunately, they're in a major minority now. Uh, Joe Biden falls to 16 points behind Trump, and those who think he's competent as ex-president stands 5% ahead in general election matchup. What does that mean to you and me? Well, it means that uh, Donald Trump's actually ahead by 15 because whenever an NBC poll, it immediately starts out with an oversampling of Democrats. So it, whenever you see a Republican out in front, it generally means add 10 points to it, which means that Joe Biden is toast right now. All right. Trump has headed, uh, uh, jumped ahead of Biden when it comes to voters view on the two elderly, can't elderly uh, candidates, competence and effectiveness as leaders. Donald Trump is not elderly. He might be an old guy, but he's not elderly. A new NBC poll released on a Sunday shows a former president now had 16 points, 48 to 32. Handling of immigration and securing the southern border, 57% of voters said they approve of Trump's handling because it worked. Uh, uh, duh. Uh, versus 22% who said that Biden has done well in that area. They obviously uh, just sampled MS-13 gang members for that survey. The NBC News survey taken among 1,000 voters has Biden at all-time low approval in uh, particularly the, uh, the polling's history. Yeah, the president stands at 60% disapproval, 30, uh, 37% approval. Here is uh, NBC freaking out, delivering the bad news yesterday. Let's just start with the bottom line. When you ask folks, hey, if it's the general election and it's Trump versus Biden, in our poll, Donald Trump now leads Joe Biden by five points. Compare that to the... Now, uh, a lot of people have been sending me uh, polls and whatnot saying that, uh, and you hear this narrative, that uh, they're trying to do uh, what is called, um, uh, when, when you uh, morally... Um, when you morally equivocate, all right? So they, they say things like, well, all politicians are crooked when they want to distract from a really crooked politician like Joe Biden, all right? 
Uh, and and so now the left and people like Joe Scarborough, who are unwilling to you know say the obvious, which is Joe Biden has dementia. It duh. And I, you know, I have no, I have no uh, patience or tolerance for someone to tell me after all of the speeches, all of the behavior, everything that he shows every single day, he has dementia. And then you hear people like Joe Scarborough say, yeah, but behind the scenes, he's uh, completely, you know, when I talk to him, why would somebody parade their dementia in public and then be fine uh, in the back, in, you know, behind, behind the scenes? Okay, so there you go. So a lot of uh, you know people like Joe Scarborough say, well, because Donald Trump is 77 and Joe Biden is 81, they're both elderly. They both have mental decline. No, they don't. Because not everybody has mental decline when they get older. Uh, uh, case number one, my mother who died at 91 years old, and even with a stroke... Like seven years earlier, she was smart as a whip, sharp as a tack until the day she died. I would rather have her as the president than Joe Biden any day, any day. Here's some more from MS or NBC. Last time we polled back in November, Trump was ahead then, but it was only by two points. It's even more significant when you look at it this way. Over time, we have been testing for five years now. Going back to 2019, a Biden-Trump matchup. Remember, 2019, 2020, Joe Biden led. He led big in every single one of our polls. For the first time in November, Donald Trump pulled ahead in our poll. And now at five points, this is the biggest lead NBC has ever had in 16 polls. The wheels on the Biden bus are falling off. For Donald Trump over Joe Biden. And of course, undergirding all of this is this question of he is the incumbent Joe Biden. We ask voters, what do you think of the job he's doing? And look at that, Kristen, 37% approve and now 60% disapprove. Yeah, that is pretty epic. And it's obvious to you that despite Hakeem Jeffries and Corinne Jean-Pierre getting on TV and saying, oh, you just don't know what he's done. I mean, his list of accomplishments are amazing. Isn't it wonderful to watch the propaganda failing? It really, really is. Despite it all, despite the four indictments, despite the, uh, the, the defamation case and all of that nonsense, despite all of it, the American people see through it. They know it's bullcrap. It was so glorious. You should be excited about this. You should be happy about this. Yes, we've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. In, in, the, uh, in the words of, uh, you know, uh, Smokey and the Bandit and Jerry Reed. But uh, we're going to get there. We are. Joe Biden holds the lowest approval rating in an election uh, year during the modern era of polling. Number one of the highest election possibility was Eisenhower, 56, with 77%. Johnson, 76. And then he went and did the, uh, you know, war on poverty and destroyed everything. Carter had 58%. <laughs> Reagan, 55. Truman, 53. Clinton, 52. Way down here below Ford is Joe Biden at 38%. 538 also showed that Biden is the least popular president in modern U.S. history, finding his approval rating is uh, negative 18 percentage points. 37% disapprove, 56, uh, uh, 37% approve, 56 disapprove. Oh, that is just fantastic. But the positive is, and, and if we can take one positive out of this, other than, you know, Americans see through this nonsense is that uh, Jimmy Carter finally is living to see the day where he was not uh, determined to be the worst president in recent history. And so that's good news for James, because, you know, he built houses for the poor and stuff. This is Jim Gossett. Welcome back. 
to Jimmy Carter 2.0. But Joe got welcome back. South Carolina. He's the same bad press, but his name is 97%. Joe. Ninety-seven percent. Well, the names have all changed since Jim was around. Because it was rigged. But the swamp that remains can't be turned around. Joe's killing off Sing the it. nation. Killing off the nation. Hello to stagflation. Hello to stagflation. Yeah, we tease him a lot. Cause brain cells he ain't got. Welcome back. They're dying every day. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. First two. Welcome back. It cost an arm to fill your car. And a leg. Welcome back. You've seen groceries lately? Your paycheck's the same and it don't go Used far. Used cars? Joe pulled all the troops from Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Everything is screwed up. I guess that's his plan. It's that plan. He's an Obama puppet. Obama puppet. Let's go tell him to stop it. Tell him to stop it. The worst in history, that's why we chant FJB. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You, you got the vaccination. Back, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad, or, 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 or the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're... No, no I, I, I really mean There you go, and, and you hear what Joe did uh, last week. He said that supermarkets should defy the laws of supply and demand and lower soaring prices. They said there are t- still too many corporations in America ripping people off, price gouging, junk fees, greedflation, shrinkflation. He said at a rally last week in South Carolina where we got 97% of the vote because the Democrat Party is not giving you an alternative. Yeah, they're not. The Democrat Party is forcing you Democrats to vote for Joe Biden. Yeah, uh-huh. Americans, were tired of play, being played for suckers, and that's why we're going to keep these guys. Keep on them and get the prices down. Yeah, you don't do that, Joe, because the prices that the grocers were paying for the goods have gone up. That's why they're charging more, you moron. Yeah, and your policies, including getting rid of the Keystone XL pipeline and driving up the price of gas and everything. That's what did it, and the government spending and all that. So you can demand grocery stores to, uh, to uh, uh, bring their prices down, but that means they, uh, they go broke and go out of business, just like they do in America's Democrat-run uh, inner cities. You know? Do you see? Yeah. It's a good day. There's a lot of good news today. All of the indictments, all of them are uh, uh, experiencing major trouble. One of them has been taken off the books for now. Uh, The big Jack Smith one with the classified documents. It's nowhere to be found. Isn't that crazy? So we're going to get to all of this and your phone calls if you want to uh, chime in today. 800-922-6680. Again, it's 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. It's time to make common sense common again. It's the Rob Carson Show. Good Sunday morning. We begin with our brand new NBC News poll, which brings more warning signs for President Biden and his reelection campaign. One of our pollsters tells us we are looking at a, quote, presidency in peril. Oh, I just love to hear that. I just love to hear that. That's NBC yesterday. All right. So no matter what kind of poll comes out this week or what kind of this and that says Donald Trump sucks or whatever, realize that the American people get that Joe Biden's doing a terrible job at the president. 
There you go. Despite the fact that they've decided to, uh, you know, put a bow on a pig and call her Miss America, which I wouldn't uh, put past the left eventually. Uh, people get it. People understand <clears throat> that what Joe Biden is doing is uh, is lousy, is terrible. And then the left is trying a lot of different things to prop up Nikki Haley. She was on SNL this week. And did you know that? Here's Nikki Haley on SNL, the cold open. I'll leave that alone. Why won't you debate Nikki Haley? Oh, my God, it's her. The woman who was in charge of security on January 6th. It's Nancy Pelosi. For the 100th time, that is not Nancy Pelosi. It is Nikki Haley. Are you doing okay, Donald? You might need a mental competency test. You know what I did? I took the test. and I- you know, This this is... Uh... So obvious that NBC invites Nikki Haley on, takes the Democrat talking points like Donald Trump switching uh, Nikki Haley and uh, and Nancy Pelosi's names in a speech, and make that into the, the to the bit. Uh, here, here's a little bit more. I aced it. Okay, perfect score. They said I'm 100% mental, and <laughs> ha, ha, ha. You know, I'm confident because I'm a man. That's why a woman should never run our economy. Women are terrible with money. In fact, again, and making him sound like a sexist and all that. So, a woman I know recently asked me for 83.3 million dollars. <laughs> and you spent 50 million dollars in your own legal fees. Do you need to borrow some money? Well, they they, they got they literally writ, wrote the bit, wrote the bit, wrote the bit around her talking points. Oh, Nikki, don't do this, Nikki. <laughs> Nikki Tiki Tavi. Nikki, don't lose that number. Nikki Haley. Okay, now it just descends into stupid. All right, now he just uh, descends into stupid. Now, here is, uh, here is Donald Trump on SNL uh, back in about, I guess it's about 2018. Well, Mr. President, you did it. Just like I promised, right? <laughs> Halfway through into your first term, and prosperity is at an all-time high. In two years, you really made America great again. See, I told you, it's more than just words on a silly head. First Lady Melania is a hundred percent correct. I got to admit, you know, I, I didn't think. Now listen to the uh, the cast of SNL about Donald Trump. It could happen this fast. A- everyone loves the new laws you. T- oh, th- actually, this is 2015 before the or 2016 before the election. Did. Terrific. <laughs> Just terrific. General, how are we doing in Syria? Well, ISIS is completely eliminated, sir. The country is at peace. All the refugees have returned. And they have great jobs as blackjack dealers in the Trump Hotel and Casino in Damascus. So everyone's happy? They're so happy, Mr. President. Madam Secretary, how is the situation in Russia? Never better. After your face-to-face meeting, Putin has withdrawn from Ukraine. And believe me, he does wow. not want to be called a loser again. Wow. He cried for hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I just had to do that. Keep up the good work, Amoroso. You're doing fantastic. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what? He did all those things when he became the, pre- when he became the president. So I would say that uh, that SNL appearance uh, trumps the uh, made-up one with Nikki Haley. Uh, let's go to Greg in Eldersburg real quick. Greg, you got about 45 seconds. Go ahead, please. Hey, Rob. How are you doing? I, actually, I was kind of changed what I was going to talk to you about with your skit there. I didn't listen to that. What a, what a joke. And that's, the I guess, the whole point of why I'm calling is, you know, the conservatives out there, Republicans, otherwise, they just don't get how serious – uh, of a joke that they're trying to make it with this election. You know, Trump and his legal battles, uh, they're all a farce. I mean, look at what, they're, as you said earlier, you know, they're throwing one out and the rest of them are on, on the downturn. But they think it's real. I mean, that's always 
propagated and planned to be exactly where we're at because now they're going to you know they're calling me uh you know a loser in, in his legal battles but it's all made up so uh exactly I, I, right greg you're exactly right uh all of these stories and, and i had a conversation with someone in the media over the weekend and i discovered that you cannot have an intelligent conversation with someone who doesn't uh allow for the truth and uh, the truth is that the foreign diamonds are nonsense. The truth is that Russia collusion was nonsense. COVID protocols were nonsense. But the media and the left still treat them like, oh, no, all that stuff happened. You can't have a conversation with those people. When we know the truth, they called our truth misinformation. But we were right. Now where are they? The people realize they were right. And they're in serious hot agua. Back in a second. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. Edition of the Rob Carson Show. I hope you had a good weekend. I had a very fun weekend. I got to uh, hang out with my family a lot. Uh, and, and this is going to come as a surprise to you. I went to see a drag show. And, and I, I, I posted a picture online. And, uh, and uh, when I was, uh, when we lived in Minneapolis, we used to go see a drag show with my wife. And it was like the birdcage. You ever see the movie The Birdcage? Over the top, body, vaudevillian, um, uh, somewhat uh, naughty at times, you know. But ultimately, you knew everybody on that stage was a dude dressed up like a woman. And the show that I went to saw uh, see uh, uh, yesterday uh, was at a place called uh, Hamburger Mary's, right? And uh, and my wife and my kids were originally going to go, and they thought that I wouldn't want to go. I said, why the hell not? We used to go to drag shows all the time. Well, you know, the political climate. and nah, nah, nah. I said, honey, I love drag shows. I just don't want drag queens reading for my kids' kindergarten class. Do, do you understand? And you know what? A lot of drag performers, I think most of them kind of feel like, that the left has really bleeped up what the hell they're doing. So we go to this this show, and it was it was hilarious. the uh, The main person hosting the show was wearing a giant blonde wig. You could tell that it was a dude dressed up as, and he literally called himself a clown. Called the whole thing a clown show. There were there were uh, two performers that were obese, and they were dressed up in these ridiculous outfits, and they were meant. To make you laugh. And everybody did. They made jokes about themselves being dressed up as women. That's a drag show. Okay? That's a drag show. I put one picture up online and somebody said, Don't go down this road, Carson, like I'm betraying you. No, it's a freaking drag show. 
They've been around for since Shakespeare's time. When women couldn't be on stage, they dress up men to act as women. And then it became satire. So, yeah, I did that this weekend. What else did I do this weekend? I watched season five of Fargo. It's a masterpiece. It is a, it's a masterpiece. I, I didn't get to the last three episodes because I went yesterday. I had a cigar. I'm done with cigars, by the way. I can't do the Nick 18 anymore. It, it, I got all queasy and weird, and I'm like, it, like smoking a cigarette when you're a, a 15, and your dad says, okay, you want to smoke? Go right ahead and smoke just to see, you know, and you end up getting sick. That's what happened to me yesterday. So I kind of done with the cigar smoking, you know, and uh, and uh, uh, I missed the last three episodes of season five of Fargo, so I'm going to watch them this week. Damn, it's good TV. And despite all of the nonsense, all the woke stuff out there that people are turning off, there's a lot of really good television on right now. It's, 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 it's amazing what happens when the big three are no longer in charge of everything. And, and content creators are, 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 being, are sprouting up everywhere. <clears throat> and they're, and they're, they have massive hits. Fargo is, is unbelievable and, and uh, absolutely worthy of watching. Uh, what else? Oh, I watched another one other thing, and then we'll get back to you know, the, uh, the border. I got a lot of stuff on the border. I watched a documentary called Surviving Beastie Boys. Now, Beastie Boys are my generation. They're about my age, maybe a little a year older. But the Beastie Boys, uh, I grew up with the Beastie Boys. That was my uh, first kind of, I should say, not the first. I knew about um, rap, uh, Curtis Blow, LL Cool J, all of those guys kind of coming around about the same time. Sugar Hill Gang in 1980. And then, and then became Run, Run DMC. They were my guys. Adidas, my Adidas, you know, all of that. Walk this way. Beastie Boys formed and turned to rap as a tribute to Run DMC. And you know what I saw? When I saw this, I saw white guys and black guys in the studio. They didn't care. There were no gangs affiliated with the studios. There was no Def Jam. There was no this. They were just guys in the studio to make great music and explore a new genre, which just happened to be hip-hop. And it was, it was fascinating to watch Run and the beasties, white boys, and it was like, it didn't matter. We're all in the studio together. And it was glorious. Look what it has become. Look what it has become. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> Speaking of ridiculous, last night's Grammys, Michelle Obama won her second Grammy for being Michelle Obama. She, uh, she did the uh, audiobook. She won one for best audiobook narration and storytelling, recording category for an audiobook of her 20. 22 self-help memoir which is entitled never have a job just be a spoiled brat with a massive racial ship on your shoulder actually i just made that up it's called the light we carry and her life has been so tough with the three hundred thousand dollar job right out of college at the hospital as a board of directors member and then her time as the first lady yeah so she won a uh, two Grammys uh, altogether, two Grammys, and then uh, with her latest award, Michelle Obama and Barack Obama have each uh, two Grammy wins. And of course, his uh, his Grammy he won for best spoken word album category in 2006 and 2008. So that's about all I have to say about the Grammys. Because honestly, uh, who gives a crap to an agency, uh, a group of people who'd give people uh, a Grammy for reading their own book? <laughs> right? It's so stupid. Uh, I was I was uh, uh, listening to, you know, obviously I, I uh, devour a lot of media over my weekends and I never really have a day off. I'm not complaining. I'm not. I love what I do. I'm blessed. But I want you to listen to uh, Joe Biden this weekend talking about Donald Trump. This is his this is his campaign for president, by the way. Here, listen to him. Uh, I'm feeling good about where we are. I really am. You know, uh, the folks uh, are starting to focus in. And the guy we're running against, uh, he is, uh, he's not for anything. 
He's against everything. Uh, no, I mean, it's, a, it's the weirdest campaign I've yeah, ever been I'm engaged sure. in. It's even yeah, worse than, in terms of his behavior well, sure. than the last time in 2020. And, uh, you know, Kamala mentioned there's so much at stake. And you all, this crowd really knows me extremely well. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate chip. Well, I, I did a little montage of uh, of the things that Donald Trump says he's going to do. Now, uh, Joe Biden said that Donald Trump is against everything. That's all he's going to do. Um, some people would beg to differ. As soon as I lift my hand from the Bible as your 47th president, I will seal the border, shut down the invasion of millions and millions of people coming into our country, oh, and we fast. will start yeah. an energy revolution. That's big. Yeah. More than anybody else. Stop the dead drugs that are poisoning our people i will deploy the u.s navy to impose a full fentanyl blockade on the waters of our region i haven't even heard the word fentanyl from joe biden you're president i will never allow the creation of a central bank digital currency yeah joe biden's all for that you know what they're doing such a currency would give a federal government our federal government the absolute control over your money they could take your money would you wouldn't even know it was gone this would be a dangerous threat to freedom and i will stop it and the payroll tax will be terminating the payroll tax after I hopefully get elected, we'll be terminated. It doesn't sound like he's against a lot of stuff. The payroll tax. I mean, he's against uh, nonsense, and he's proposed, you know, solutions to all this stuff. So that will mean... So if it's, uh, you know, uh, against everything that Joe Biden has screwed up, well, hell yeah. Anywhere from 5,000 to even more per family, and also great for businesses and great for jobs. A lot of people will be very happy to hear that. A lot of the great, certainly conservative economists will be great to have. They think that's the greatest thing. Yeah, yeah. So there's uh, a list of things... I guess that he's against, and well, you are too. So there's that. But Joe Biden, he he decided to, I guess, kind of do a mea culpa yesterday at the prayer breakfast. There's a prayer breakfast going on, you know. They do it every year, and Joe Biden decides to extend an olive branch after all of the things that he said about you and me and about Donald Trump. And and I think part of it has to do with that, uh, you know, the opening from uh, MSN or NBC that the presidency is in peril. So, so listen to listen to Joe Biden uh, at the prayer breakfast. Listen to that. At a moment of deep division in our nation, President Lincoln said, "We are not enemies." He said, "We are not enemies, but friends." By the way, this must, prayer breakfast was Thursday. I guess. Not be Make sure I'm accurate. He went on to say, "I've long believed we have to look at each other, even in our most challenging times, not as enemies." But it's fellow Americans. Now, that kind of flies in the face to uh, all of this. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving America than the MAGA Republicans are destroying America. The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. They refuse to accept the will of the people. You and 81 million Americans voted to save our democracy. Donald Trump isn't just a former president. He is a defeated former president. We just have to vote, 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 and make sure no one ever has an opportunity to steal an election again. You stole the election! You stole it! You stole it! Yeah, I, I don't feel like, um, I'm not at the stage where I'm ready to forgive and forget. In fact, I never will be. For the nonsense that we've been through the last three years, I know that it's a Christian virtue and all of that, but no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to extend an olive branch to a an administration that is 
has literally targeted millions of people for supporting a candidate and a movement. I'm not going to forgive a president and a DOJ that has gone after Catholics, gone after January the 6th protesters, put them in jail for a thousand days without a trial. I'm not ready to forgive that, and I never will be. Ever, ever, ever. It's not going to happen. Nope, he knew. Bill Maher is even coming to uh, a lot of uh, come to Jesus moments. Uh, you know, he's kind of uh, realizing that common sense, which he's suddenly espousing, has always been a conservative view. And when I say that we need to return to common sense from nonsense, uh, I say it for a reason. Because the Democrat Party is all in bed with nonsense. Absolutely ridiculous things like CRT in schools and transgenderism of children. And that the wheels are falling off that, too, I mean, really quickly. But here is Bill Maher talking with uh, New Hampshire Governor uh, Chris Sununu. I'm a big fan of his, really. No, actually, just to make fun of him, I'm a big fan. Listen to Bill Maher shooting down Chris Sununu, who's still on the Nikki Haley bandwagon. Still willing to think, oh, hey, man, I know that 99 out of 99 counties in Iowa voted for Donald Trump. I know that Donald Trump got more votes than any candidate in history in, uh, in New Hampshire. I know that. Even Bernie Sanders. I know that for the first time in 50-plus years, Donald Trump swept Iowa and New Hampshire. But... That doesn't mean anything, because Nikki Haley's going to win. And here's Bill Maher. It, it's, a, it's a bizarre paradox, because March 4th, you know who wants that to happen? Trump. Trump, every time there's the trial hits the front pages, his numbers go up. Especially no, he with, with the yeah. you, No, he does. He's saying that uh, Donald Trump wants the, uh, the, uh, the case that's been delayed that was scheduled for the day before Super Tuesday, but he doesn't. He every, does, every time he gets he does not want for the primary, yes, but Chris, obviously in the general, Chris, it crushes him. In the general, it crushes Chris, him. He, but all he cares about is securing the nomination. He, okay, he has the nomination. Wait, before, first, no, he does not. We're Nikki Haley, <laughs> Nikki Haley, twenty-four. How, how could I'm trying to figure out why he was elected? Okay, okay, let's, mean, let's, 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 yeah. let's, let's deal in reality here. Yeah. Yes, please. Reality. Mm. Okay, first of all, Nikki Haley's not going to be the nominee. It is Trump. Let's not argue about stupid things. Whoa, hello, that's Bill Maher. I got to hear that again. That is such a smackdown. That is such a smackdown. Here it is. Still in reality here. Yeah. Reality. Okay, first of all, Nikki Haley's not going to be the nominee. It is Trump. Let's not argue about stupid things. Secondly. Bill Maher's crowd is applauding that. The fact that the voters don't matter, so I don't buy that. The voters do matter, and they're voting for Trump overwhelmingly. But they haven't voted yet. Okay. Well, how can you say that you have 18 states, you have Super Tuesday to come? How can you say that it's I'll, a fait complete? Okay, I'll bet you 100 to 1. Um, look, it's not a, I'm not saying it's not a big hit. Really? Decline, you get 100 the fact of my dollars for one of yours. The fact uh, there you go. I mean, that's massive. That Bill Maher's audience would applaud, and Bill Maher would say that to Chris Sununu, the governor of New Hampshire. Where Did I mention, just if Chris is listening, uh, Donald Trump got more votes than any candidate in New Hampshire history. Not not Nikki Haley. She's not even close, man. I mean, not even close. Not even close. Rob Schmidt had this great commentary about what's going on in the country and kind of what the first part of the show has been about today, tying in the, the polling that's showing that people don't believe the nonsense and all that. Here is the great Rob Schmidt from Newsmax. To all the beltway leeches and lobbyists mortified that Trump might deliver this government back to the people and minimize the power of their ill-gotten connections, there is a storm coming, and you hope that these people can realize that. Oh, they don't. The people arrogantly laughing on TV as they pervert and distort this country. MSNBC, NBC. This free country for their own personal gain 
are awakening a beast. How many Joe Rogans and Bill Mars are there out there? Oh, yes. They will soon regret mocking half the nation, these That's people right. will, and destroying the functionality of the world's greatest country for political gain. Yes. I know we're all feeling like this is moving in a direction where we're going to lose the whole thing. I know. It can be caught early. Listen to this. That's exactly what's happening right now in Argentina. Pray it happens here in November in this country because four more years of this is likely not sustainable. Yeah, and I said this, that if 77% of us believe the country is headed in the wrong direction, 77% of us can come together to save her. And we can do it by overwhelming the left with joy and patriotism, and we can come together to fight and win for this country. I'm not saying a physical fight, of course, but it's working, it's working. And on the other side of this is gonna be happiness and prosperity like we haven't seen, I don't know, since Donald Trump was the president the last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's take a break and come back, my friends. This is The Rob Carson Show. Rage Against the Machine. I've been listening to a lot of rage. Uh, you know, Rage is uh, a brilliant group. Um, early days of hip hop, a combination with uh, with rock. You know, um, Tom Morello, greatest lead guitarist like ever. I mean, other than Hendrix and Stevie, and those guys. Uh, and and a lot of their their stuff was uh, misguided, but uh, but the the Rage was there. Rage against the machine, and that's what we're doing right now. We're raging against the machine. And as much as Tom Morello is very left of center and everything. That's what America is doing. We're raging against the machine, which is the deep state. We're, we're, we're hacked off. <laughs> we're really, really hacked off, and people get it. Uh, Maria Bartiromo had Donald Trump on over the weekend, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of narrative. Donald Trump said uh, he would be a dictator for a day. The media ran with it. He's going to do everything. I mean, he's going to do things like control speech, and then uh, he's going to go up to the Second Amendment, and then he's going to... Oh, wait a minute. That's all the stuff that Joe Biden did. Never mind. But here is uh, Donald Trump clearing up the uh, dictator for a day comment. And one of the reasons why Donald Trump is going up in the polls and Joe Biden is uh, is uh, sucking massively. Comment recently that you'd be a dictator for day one. And you said that you would close the border and drill, drill, drill. What specifically did you mean by that? Well, well I think, I think, you think know, that's uh, obvious. It was with Sean Hannity and we were having fun. And I said, I'm going to be a dictator because he asked me, are you really going to be a dictator? I said, Absolutely. I'm going to be a dictator for one day. I didn't say from day did one. Did you I mean said executive from... orders? What did that no, mean? No, That's no. what I'm saying. It said very simple. I'm going to close the border and we're going to drill, baby, drill. That's all. There you go. And then after that, I'm not going to be a dictator. Now, that was said in jest. And of most course, people, of course. I'm surprised you asked that question, but most people say, what I'm saying is that we're going to immediately drill, baby, drill. We're going to get energy down. And the other thing is we're going to have a strong border. We're going to close up the border. Because no country is sustainable. When you look at what's happening Thank to you. our country with people from jails and prisons, people from mental institutions and insane asylums coming in, uh, it's, uh, our country is being destroyed. Yeah, and in New York City where five illegals beat up a police officer, got out of jail, skipped town, went to California. You know why they went to California? Because they won't be prosecuted in California. You know why they don't steal stuff and beat up cops in Florida? Because they will get thrown in jail and then they'll get deported. That's the way it is. Here's uh, Donald Trump being asked about uh, whether or not Joe Biden is a Manchurian candidate, which I have said because his presidency is the quid pro quo. 
to China and Ukraine, among others. He's incompetent. Everybody knows it. He doesn't even know. Somebody's making decisions in there. It's not him. Uh, he is very, look, when it comes to a lot of countries, I think he's a Manchurian candidate because he receives money from China. He gets a lot of money from China. People say, I wonder why he's uh, so weak on China. He gets a lot of money from China. There you go. Gets a lot of money from China. That's just the way it is. And so, uh, you know, again, uh, all of this stuff is, is coming out. All of the things that I told you, I, I said two years ago, I said when the government, when the deep state, when uh, big social media and the mainstream media say what you believe is disinformation or misinformation, it means they know you know the truth. And guess what? Their house of cards is tumbling down. It's remarkable. But but while all of this has happened, some great things have happened. We see the L.A. Times cutting staff, MSNBC plummeting, the uh, Washington Post plummeting, the New York Times plummeting, individual uh, creators, content creators like Matt Taibbi and, and uh, Michael Schellenberger are kicking arse. Newsmax is kicking arse. We're winning. We just keep, need to keep up the pressure. A little man-to-man, if you will. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, it's Tony Marino, host of the wildly popular Newsmax Daily podcast, available for free along with Jerry Callahan, Rob Carson, and other great podcasts at Newsmax.com slash listen or wherever you get podcasts. All right, so coming up, this new border bill that uh, Mitch McConnell and uh, Charles Schumer, Chuck Schumer, have agreed to is about is uh, the chances of a wedding proposal from me to Sofia Vargara, dead on arrival. That's coming up, top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.